I was gonna do the Martin Lawrence thing again. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was literally no, thinking in my head no. like, how can I open up this week? <laughs> yeah. I hate saying it. I feel like I sound weird saying yeah. Yeah, I sound weird. Although we did that a lot back in the day. That was that's the, my thing. That's the black call. <laughs> the black call. Yeah. That's crazy. Black from in the cities everywhere. Word. <laughs> Word. Um, welcome back to another episode of Because Life Podcast. This is episode 48. Booyah. Say no. <laughs> um, I am Ashley, Poetic Recovery on the Insta Waves. I'm Nima, Nima Yvonne on Instagram. Awesome. What's up? We're back. Another week. A lot has happened in a week. <laughs> honey. Honey, honey, has honey. Let me just tell Girl. you. I mean, because we all know, we all know what happened. What was it last Wednesday, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. we all know what happened. No, it, was, it was the six. Right? It was Thursday. I remember. It was Thursday. Okay. It was Thursday. Whatever the six was, I just remember the date. <laughs> I know what I was. Yes, it's it when, was it's Thursday. It's like when nine eleven hit. It's like when nine eleven mm-hmm. hit, and you knew where you were. Yeah. I, I was knew in, where I was. I could recollect. <laughs> me too. That's wild. I'm always going to remember too. Where Maybe. was I at when I heard about this shit? You know what? I was like out doing stuff and my friends were like, the group chat was like going off. They was like, you see these fools? I'm like, what are y'all talking about? And it was like, these, <laughs> I'm like, what happened to Capitol? White people. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. And Girl, I, was I was like. in a meeting. Wow. That meeting had to stop. I'm like, guys, I'm, I have to go. I have to go. <laughs> no more meetings. Sorry, guys. There's more important things at hand right now. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like, it became, it was, like, sad. And then, like, the blatant, like, hypocrisy. Like, we know that already. Um, yeah. And then it, 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 it made me sad and hurt, hurtful. <laughs> like, obviously, like, what they were, they were writing. They were writers. Let's call them what they were or are. Um, But it, just, it made me go, like, to a different realm of like the hatred that america has for black people because it's like you see all these people coming towards uh, the capital breaking in got well let's inside jobs you know open barricades of course i can get in yeah um and i'm gonna laugh at you because homegirl was like who is millie and why is she on stage <laughs> <laughs> yo you told me i'm like seeing you i'm sorry I'm not going to go in depth. It was just funny. But there was a meme going around. Everybody was like, who is, what I read was who is, uh, it's when a, people asked her, where's the police, right? Yeah. And they was like, it's like, my, uh, where's Miley when Hannah's on, 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 stage. on stage? And I was just like, who is Millie and why is Hannah on stage? Because I read it, <laughs> Millie and not Miley. So, like, Ashley had finally posted it, and I'm just like, nah, I gotta ask somebody because there's a joke going on, and I don't. Get I'm it. not in on the joke. What is the joke? I'm like, who is Millie, and why is he in the on stage? <laughs> right? Because I was like, I know, I know Karen, I know Susan, but Millie and Hannah, like, who are these people? <laughs> I'm like, Nima, Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana. And she like, said, wow, I get it. Yo, all I thought I done all day, and I was like, nah. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's a joke that I'm not in the on. The fact that you see it every time you see it, it's like, but I don't get it. <laughs> I was I like, don't get it. 
million hannah where are the police what Yo, I'm dying. <laughs> what y'all talking about <laughs> i was very embarrassed when she said it was miley that's that's what tripped me up i'm like why is she saying millie <laughs> why are you saying millie it's an m-i-l-e why i was like Girl, what? it could be millie m-i-l-e-y millie. no mile why this is the this is the shit i was talking about on my instagram the other day when people pronounce my last name glover it is glove with an r at the end glove er it could be a long or a short it's not no one says letter. danny glover ever in life y'all know how his last name is spelled. maybe they don't know who danny glover is them niggas know who did everybody know who danny glover is it could have been millie it's miley cyrus it could be rap millie <laughs> this is not millie vanilli it's the same numbers. I'm letters. Look, numbers. That's, look that's at you. The, See, look at you. Look. Gee. <laughs> I already told you I was a little dyslexic anyway. Yeah, I that's fine. Right. I think that's I an Aquarius thing. I work a little thing. hard up in Florida, but nonetheless, um, I yeah. was uh, very confused. But um, I was on FaceTime with my girlfriend, and I thought there's something. No, no, no. I was on Zoom call with my Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, that's what it just, was. Yeah. I'm like, what? And I hear Nima. Nima, I'm like, who is sitting in that chair? What is happening? What is like, happening? I was very confused. And I was like, oh, excuse me, huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a riot you going on right now. <laughs> no, I didn't I, I did act like, you know, I don't want to start those conversations in work Zoom because you just never know who you're not going to like no more. And that's the thing we were talking about. Like, these people that are doing this are doctors, teachers, nurses, oh lawyers, God. people that take care of your kids, nannies. Like, homegirl with the onion in her damn hand. <laughs> and her hands was on. She was maced. Ma'am, you have an onion in your hand. Wiping your... Shut up. Um, Yeah, it just... it just it Like I said, it just brought me back to the comparisons of BLM protests in this. Like, there was no shot. Well, people did die. Like, five people did die. But if it was us, like, and nobody can tell me, like, if it wasn't, if it was us, nothing would have happened. Like, we would have been dead. Like, y'all wouldn't let us get near, like, protest near the Capitol because home homeboy wants to go take a picture in front of the church. And my aunt told me, like, back in the day, like, it was Malcolm X and four other guys. I guess they were marching towards the Capitol. They wouldn't let them get within a 10-block radius of the Capitol. But you're going to tell me that these people just was able, nah. No, I mean, and that's the part that I couldn't understand most of the time, right? Because if you've been to D.C., you know, you can't get close to certain buildings. Exactly. And I was like, I never tried to get close to no. the Capitol, but I'm pretty sure you can't, right? Like, like no. you, you, you can't. <laughs> There's just certain it's buildings that just have those barricades on it. Even when you want to see the White House, you got to go around the whole freaking D.C. and still you only see it through a little crevice and right. then take a picture. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so you mean to tell me y'all climbing up the capitol scaling building? the walls <laughs> why what also as a sidebar capital is spelled with an o yeah it is it is it's not a capital letter it is a capital building yeah let it marinate y'all because y'all i thought it was too early to say so but i'm ready now capital oh. spelled with an o <laughs> get it together get it together <laughs> It's so it is together. Yeah, it was Anybody hard. gonna take you serious. Nah. 
It was very disheartening uh, yeah. to watch, though. Like, and then it was like not shocking that they got through. Like, you see niggas taking selfies with these people and like opening the barricades and craziness. What'd you say? I was like, where my tax dollars going? Because y'all, y'all security is wet. There were they weren't. There. I feel. I literally feel like they were told not to be there. Like, how how are you not there? How how are you not there? How are they able to get in? Home, well, a lot of them did get arrested. I saw, like, um, I think Sean King posted, like, a slideshow of, like, the people that got arrested. Homeboy that put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk got arrested. Homeboy with the, first of all, the homeboy with the, don't know what he wanted to be, the Patriot with no shirt and, like, vigilant. I don't know what the hell he was. He got caught. He got, you know, he got arrested. His mom all mad because he hasn't eaten since Friday because he can't, he only needs, or he he can only eat organic food. Bitch. No, nah, he was. I had to see, all right, so <laughs> it happened Thursday. I spent the day Thursday watching the news and then I shut off my social media. I was like, I can't. Yeah. So, like, um, I was also going through a lot personally and like my family had lost somebody. So the funeral was the next day, uh, yeah. Friday. And my uncle, I have an uncle who's from Omaha, Nebraska. Mm. And um, he introduced us to uh, one of one of his friends that just so happened to be in D.C. He's like, oh, this is my girlfriend or my friend, not girlfriend, but like my friend, she's she came from all the way to Omaha, Nebraska. She just so happened to be in D.C. Um, so she came to show her respect. And I'm doing the math. Hmm. I'm like, he just so happened to be in D.C.? I was like, maybe he hasn't been watching the news. He hasn't. what's going on. But I, I'm pretty sure. I so rolled my eyes at her because I asked him. She was, she, was a, she was not one of us. No, I, I, I feel you, sis. I feel you. Omaha. Omaha, Omaha. to DC, and then she drove three hours. Fun fact about Omaha, Nebraska: Gabrielle Eunice from Omaha, Nebraska, which is fucking weird. Strange. That's very strange. She is from Omaha. I only know one black person from who lives in Omaha is my uncle. (laughs) Now you know two. Um, Either yeah, way, um, homegirl definitely came here for the um for the protest. Like that's the thing. Like y'all not protesting protesting nothing real. Y'all are just having a ten- temper tantrum. Y'all are crying. You are babies. Like you're a baby because what y'all lost. Get over and, it. And to and to be a devil's advocate, right? I always think of like I always try to look at the other spectrum or the other position on these topics, and like I just wonder. If this is how they feel when Black Lives Matter is protesting, right? Like, because I can't understand the logic. Even when I try to watch Republican arguments and like understand why they support Trump or all the things, it just it's, I still haven't been able to make it compute, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you're a basic human being with basic human being feelings right. and, and care for another life. You're you're sad for the same reasons we are sad, right? You just don't care. Exactly. Right? I don't understand. It's not that I don't care, right? I'm not being callous. Like, uh, I hear you, but no. Like, they're like, oh, y'all lost a life, but I don't care. It don't make it make sense. They can't possibly. They can't possibly feel the same way that we feel about that because we're protesting an actual 
matter. You know what I'm saying? Like it's an actual thing that we're protesting against. And if you, like you said, if you can't see that, then you're inhumane. You're pro quote unquote protesting because your candidate lost. And you think that, um, the votes, like it was like a corrupt, like election. Yeah. Um, either way, you know, I know I said last week I was very excited for 2021. <laughs> it is proven to be equally the ghetto. Nah, like, facts. I'm just kidding. No I'm facts. I'm so hopeful, but I mean, we all knew that, you know, things just wouldn't change overnight. Like, it's not like we're pressing the restart button physically, right? It's a mental thing, but um, we're here. We're still alive. <laughs> I think people did feel like, all right, it's 2021. It's over. Like, what? No. Still no, here. There's no way to logically feel that way. It's something it's something we're hopeful for, right? Mm, yeah. All this crap in 2020, but here we are. It's just becoming super real. Everything just becoming super real. Racism at its highest peak. Corona at its highest peak. I was watching This Is Us, the new episode, and like all the shows have coronavirus involved. People wearing masks in the show, like, you know, incorporating that in to the yeah. shows. It's kind of wild. I'm like, is this going to be on our new normal? Like, is this going to be it? I mean, I know they got a vac- vaccine coming out, but I'm side-eyed that, too. <laughs> I see your eyes. <laughs> but aside from that, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm better. I'm better. Yeah. Um, I guess since I've already been transparent about it, I didn't intend on, but um, my spirits were down last week because, you know, my family had lost um, my aunt and we were all processing that and dealing with that, but the funeral was beautiful. Um, the, uh, God gave a beautiful angel and um, mm. I'm grateful for that. But um, then um, this past weekend, I went. Um, I had already made plans prior to my unpassing to go hang out with some old girlfriends. I mean, my diaper girlfriends. Like we have been, we known each other since we was in our father's nutsacks. Like that. Old. You have yeah, a lot like, of friends that I, I, we be like, I'm going to my friends. It's like a new friend. I'm like, where did this person come from? <laughs> you had a lot of friends. I know nobody in that circle. <laughs> Well, because we've known each other since forever, but, like, we haven't, over the years, like, you know, life right. happens. Mm-hmm. But um, being with them this past weekend, it just felt like we were teenagers that could drink. Like, you know what okay. I mean? It just, it was a good time. And the place was, we stayed right on Lake Erie. It was beautiful. And a glass house, just like, you could see the lake, we were in the, the middle of two lakes. So you can see um, Lake Erie on one side, and I believe it's a man-made lake on the other side. Mm-hmm. Don't know the name of it, but it was gorgeous. And it was just what I needed. Like, the beach is my happy place. And I didn't even know we were going to the beach, right? Because I'm like, oh, you want me here for your birthday? I'm there. That's me, right? I don't really care about the details. I figured out the details that come close, come closer to the day. Um, and with everything that was happening, I did, I was just like, I just sent my money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I had to see out there. And I booked my flight. It's like, ah, right, whatever. Um, and then when we got there, I was like, you know what? I needed to be here. The beach is really my happy place. Who would have thought I would be happy being on the beach in a hat with glass with with gloves and a scarf and us? You know, but I was in bliss. It was beautiful. It was great. Just what I needed. And back to work Tuesday. So that's cool. I, I'm I'm good. I'm better. It sounds. I'm, it's, it sounded peaceful. Like it sounded like you were just sitting there and like just watching like. 
the universe. You know, it sounds peaceful. I that's what it, that's exactly cool. what it was. <laughs> it was very cool. Like I came back to Jersey, I was like, oh, this is nothing. Like, wait, it was colder there than here. Yeah, because oh, wow. you're right on. We was right oh on yeah, the by the water. That's true. Yeah, <clears throat> that's true. and it's just colder up there. It's right next. It's near Canada. Like mm-hmm. it's cold. But I was like, this cold is nothing. Like <laughs> it is what it is. So. Sounds I was fun, like, though. got this in the bag. But it was very peaceful. Like, just hearing nature just in the world be still around you, knowing that the earth is on fire, right? Like, <laughs> everything else is going crazy around you. Being able to stop and take that breath was everything I needed. Yeah. So, I'm good. That's cool. Um, <laughs> How are you? I'm actually really good. Um, In a good place, in a peaceful place. You know, started my little vision board journey and motivational uh motivational journey and like a, a regular like goals um vision board that's what I'm trying to say um and I, I feel like I'm accomplishing a lot of things um I'm not pressuring myself to to hit these targets at any certain time I'm just saying this is what I'm focusing on and the more I focus on it the more it'll happen you know um so that's where I'm at. I'm in a I'm in a in a good space right now. Love and that. That's all I can ask for. I was telling my um therapist today, I was like, this year, like I'm really, really, really on a journey of seeking happiness within myself. Cause if I have to be completely honest, I don't think I've ever been a hundred percent happy with me, like just alone. Like I think maybe like seventy five, eighty eighty 80%. But there's always that other like twenty percent that's missing that someone else or some or something else is feeling and it's not like so when that is when that person is gone or that thing is gone, it's like okay, I'm not complete still. You know? So that's my journey right now. <clears throat> but I'm in a good space. Yes, yes, yes. Cheers to that. Cheers. No? Uh, you know I, I got okay. water. I don't, I don't think I can drink anymore, hun. Sis, <laughs> alcohol does not sit well with me anymore. <laughs> it really doesn't. Um, maybe I just do wine. I'll see if, how that how that works. I like wine. Oh, I love wine. Oh, that's my jam. Yeah, I don't think hard liquor is my jam anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. That's fine too. Oh yeah, it's definitely fine. Um, you want to do your corner, or you want me to do my? stuff you could do your fact because i'm good <laughs> you did your corner i did my corner period boo <laughs> period boo that is well, the married married little girl that is still the funniest thing in the world to me he's like and put that on what mary had a little lamb <laughs> that shit is hilarious imagine being a preschool teacher right now imagine being a what now, imagine being a preschool teacher right now <laughs> And thinking, Mary had a little lamb, and all you think about, and that's on what? Mary had a little lamb, and all the kids go, "Where the money reside? Where the money reside?" I'm pretty sure a teacher implements that in her uh uh syllabus, whatever you want to call it in D here. And A B C D E F G H I J K eleven O P. Like, I ain't sending my kids to no dog on public school with you black teachers. Period. I am. Now we teaching them. Look, I'm joking. You know I am. <laughs> or homeschool the asses. Saying. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, okay, so I'm gonna do my black tea. I have a question. Um, who was the um first person to refuse their seat on the um bus in Montgomery, Alabama? I heard it was Rosa Parks, but it's somebody else, right? Ooh, you smart. Ooh, you smart. Yeah, I don't remember the name, but um, they was like, she wasn't the first one. She was just the one to be more marketable. Exactly. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. my black fact. It, her name was Claudette Colvin. Um, she was 15 at the time. So, of course, they wanted to use an older woman. I, I don't know how old Rosa Parks was, but I guess they felt like that was the the better picture to run this movement. But yo, 15 year olds can run shit. Like we could, we could make stands, but I guess but back they then, ain't tired. huh? They ain't tired. No, they wasn't hearing that back in 1955. You know, 15 year old tired. <laughs> no, but she, so what, you. she wasn't tired. <laughs> you so stupid. She wasn't mm-hmm. tired, but what she was studying, she was studying black leaders like Harriet Tubman and, she was like up on the Jim Crow laws. Like she was like engulfed in that kind of stuff. So mentally she was tired and she was older, you know, in that, in that mindset, but she was, she was thrown in jail and all that good stuff. Like she was, mm, she was about it. It says she was one of the four women who challenged the segregation long court. Um, so yeah, her name was Claudette Coven and, um, so she was the first person, first woman to refuse her seat um, on the bus. But they used Rosa Parks because um, she was older, pretty much. Um, and I guess people would, which make it makes sense because, like, back then, people, you know, they're not going to listen to a 15-year-old back then. So yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. Um, so that's the black tea. Um, my black business, I want to shout out. This week is Sweet Ladies Oat Milk Cookies. Um, her name is Lisa. She's on Instagram at Petite Boss Lady underscore. Um, she sells oat milk cookies. Now, what's different about her oat milk cookies is that the basis is oat milk cookies, and then you can add other things. So she has like oat milk cookies with chocolate, oat milk cookies with raisins, oat milk with like uh, craisins like so you can mix them you know mix them up but the basis is oatmeal I've had them um I've had the chocolate one I think it was really good um she does have a website so you can order there as well she is based in <clears throat> Patterson New Jersey <clears throat> that's where she from hold I don't understand I that beef. We got it. I don't understand why we gotta have that beef. We all we all hood niggas. Like why? <laughs> <laughs> Norgan Norgan Patterson beefing like nigga. The only thing better, like we all have history in our city, but Nork definitely had a way better influence on African American culture. Way better influence than we do. Like that was like the the better thing. But we all hood okay. niggas. <laughs> Um, period poo (laughs) but um yeah so go to her website if you want some cookies order some cookies like i said she has a website now um you can hit up on instagram obviously all of this will be posted on our page yes honey okay you want to get into the topic Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) i love the way jasmine sullivan spelled home I like I like that. I like it. Just that. makes it feel classier. It's classy. Who who? Yeah. It sounds it's all French. You you a hoe? Are you a hoe? <laughs> you little hoe. It's a hoe. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure someone out there was like hoax tale. <laughs> Why should they have a hoax tale? What? Say woke. Say woke. So basically, um, Jasmine Sullivan came out with this. First of all, it's an EP. It's not even an album. And I'm like, girl, what's the album going to be like? Because this is pretty deep. And I ain't waiting for it. Because we've been waiting for 15 years for her to come back I out. I know. I know. <laughs> Somebody said that about Carrie Hilson because she made some dumbass tweet about Donald Trump and his Twitter account being taken down and how that's against his freedom of speech. Girl, they was like, girl, we've been waiting for an album for twenty years. All you had, to, all you had to do was write a song and not talk about this bullshit. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. Carrie Hilson. I never really listened to her music. You did what? She mentioned something about because you know Trump's um, Twitter account got banned, like so he can't. It's like gone, and she mm-hmm. posted about his like this is like against your First Amendment. Um, you know, against the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and blah, 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 blah. Um, and then she was like, this post is not about Trump, but literally her whole post was about Trump. So, ma'am, what? <laughs> but they was like, people were saying to her, like, girl, like, you wouldn't even need to say this because you was talking about 5G and that's what what caused corona in the beginning. Now you're talking about this bullshit. Um, the 5G thing, I don't know nothing about that, so I can't even talk about it. Hmm, who knows? Um... <laughs> Um, but it was like, all you had to do was write a song. That's it. <laughs> but I mean, but every time she opens her mouth, there's always something wrong. It, it seems like it. And I don't want to follow her, but I feel like every time I hear her name, it's something, like, not good. Like, why are you talking? Like, shush. Yeah. And also, like, you know, I'll never forgive her because she came against Queen B. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, and that, you know, I didn't even know that because that's what they were talking about. Like, she did a diss, like, record song about how, 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 ma'am. I need to listen to this because what are you doing? I mean, like they were like they were out at the same time, right? So you know, back in the day, you know, it's always like her against her, like you know what I mean. I didn't and even know that. Both had the blonde hair, like you know what I mean. So I guess she was just like, I'm gonna take aim. I didn't even know they had to okay. be. Honestly, I can't even remember a Carrie Wilson song. Girl, pretty girl rock. Pretty Girl Rock. That's her song. Hey, That's Carrie Hilson's song? Pretty Girl Rock? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know I don't My know. name is Carrie. I'm so Yes, scary. I know that. That's probably the my, only one oh I know. Oh my, it's a little <laughs> bit scary. <laughs> Desi. Yeah, just like your song. This is fine. You're beautiful. Exactly. And you write your song. Right. That's what they were saying. Like, you're a good songwriter. Stick with that. <laughs> Stop talking all this yeah. nonsense on, on Instagram. Sorry, you poop. <laughs> but... So, I listened to um, Jasmine Sullivan's EP this week. First of all, the whole album EP is fire to me. Um, it's called Hotels. And the tales is T-A-L-E-S. So, it's not like... But it's a, it's a nice play on words. Um, basically, the whole album is a, just about your women's sexuality. And it's so crazy because you listen to the album and you don't really realize what she's saying until you listen to what she's saying it's kind of like jill scott like you gotta listen to jill scott to be like jill scott you just you're singing about giving head right now i don't think people notice that about jill like this whole is talking about giving head and and saying with jasmine sullivan one of the i don't even know what song it is but she's talking about sitting on the d and spitting on it i think it is that one on it yeah it's called on it girl it's called on it yes 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 I was like, oh, 
okay, oh, we're doing this. So, so again, I love Wait, the whole. What did you say? You said I want to do that. No, no. Oh, that's what I heard. I said, I'm. What did I say? <laughs> you said that. I think I meant like that. The album in general, like, are we doing this? Oh, like that? Like okay. that? I mean, okay, okay, okay. but say no. Bye bye. <laughs> Moving along, I'm transparent, but who? Not that transparent. <laughs> but um, again, like, woo, and transition. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so the interludes are different women's like point of view about sex, right? So it's like Amanda's tale, Donna's tale, Ari's tale. I feel like it's another one. I can't remember. But Don, uh, Donna, Antoinette, Antoinette, is that Precious the first one? And Rashida. Ooh, Rashida. I got to listen to them over, but because Donna's is the one that spoke to me way more. Like it made me just stop in my tracks. Like, hmm. So I actually have it. So I'm gonna gonna play it so you guys can hear it, and then we can discuss it. Okay. Okay. Let's see. You know, we got this new technology and stuff like that. All right, here we go. Well, women think, and I'm going to say this through my experiences, right? Women think, oh, no, I don't trick, I don't, I don't do none of that shit, bitch. Every time you sleep with, even if you're married, you have a trick in your fucking marriage. You have sex because you know your husband is going to give you what the fuck you want the next day. Girl, I got to give him something so I can get this. No, no, you, you fucking hoe with me. You right about no, it. You right about it. That's some real stuff. You right about it. First of all, it's the church music for me. <laughs> Do you hear that organ in the back? I so did. And then the one lady was like, I've been tricking for 18 years. I was like, whoa. So as I was listening to this, I just was like, this is what I was like. Why? <laughs> because I just disagree with that completely. That you're hoeing or tricking when you sleep with a man. Like, I just didn't like that um, observation of a sexual relationship between a man and a woman, or a man and a man, or a woman and a woman, whatever. Um, like, if you're married, you're sleeping with your husband to get something. Now, that might happen with people, but that doesn't mean that that's the standard of, you know, like, it just, I, just I don't know. I just, I just I completely disagree with that. Cause like, if I'm in a relationship and we're having sex and we're getting something out of each other, like that's not hoeing. First of all, what is hoeing? <laughs> that's the question. Like, I think they use hoeing and tricking interchangeably. Okay, so so now I'm like, so my man is like a John. Like that, that's crazy to me. That doesn't make so, any sense. All right. Okay, so. 
I remember I used to always like, so I think the way women, like the way women need stability or, um, or just like the lists that we create that like, if he has this or this is that, like the comfortability that we need that comes along with the man. Sometimes you could look at like from a very um, objective point of view as relationships being transactional. Right? Like, you got to take me on a date first. I'm not sleeping with you before you take me on a date. Like, you know what I mean? Like, those kind of standards. From the very basic, from a basic point of view, it's transactional. It's just that they're speaking up on it in a way that makes people feel uncomfortable. But if you really think about it. Nah, I don't, I don't, that, I don't believe that. <laughs> because it's, because the way she's saying, like, it's, I don't think that, so this is my thing too. Like every woman in that setting was like agreeing with her. And I feel like we tend to agree just to agree sometimes. Like, oh yeah, she's spitting facts because she's loud and saying this. And I'm like, okay, but you're loud and you're not completely true. Like that's not a, a thing for every woman. And she's she based it on like, that's what you do. You're hoeing because you're sleeping with a man. You're going to get something out of it. But like on the flip side, so you don't think that that's the same thing for a man. Like you don't think that a man is sleeping with you and you're getting something out of it too. Like that's I that's think it's what, all transactional. But that's not what she said. So I'm going by what she said. She literally was like, "Women, like, all right, I know I'm, I'm gonna sleep with my husband because I know he's gonna give me something later. Like it ain't nothing." about the man but even that is like no like we're sleeping together because we love each other we're having sex like we're in a relationship it happens so if i sleep with my husband and the next day he gives me a card to say he loves me that's hoeing like what <laughs> but but again like i don't think you meant hoeing right because if you have a husband and you sleep with your husband that's not hoeing like, no she said hoeing <laughs> but i as like i said i think that you think hoeing and, and tricking is an entertainer but that's not tricking either though my husband? Well, well, tricking is speaking with a guy to get what you want. Right. That's tricking. If that's your basis, then yeah, that's your basis. If if you're sleeping with this man to get something, then you are tricking. But to put it, I'm like literally going with the marriage thing. So I'm married to this person and I have sex with them. So because I'm married to this person, I have sex with them and we get things. We're tricking each other. That makes no sense. So, I, I don't know. I, I I know a lot of married women in my life, and I know a lot of married women that, oh, he's having a bad day, or oh, I know I'm going to ask for this in two weeks, so they make him happy, and whatever you do to make him happy, if it happens to be sex, like it's sex. But even for a man, it works the same way. Like oh, like I want her to be happy. I want to put a smile on her face for whatever reason, right? I'm gonna buy her flowers. Boom. You know what I mean? I mean it's the same difference. I mean, very transactional. Sounds. I feel like relationships are controversially enough, right? If you're talking about it at a bare basic, right? Like, it's what you can provide for me and what I can provide for you. Yes, I may also have to for you or not. But still, if, if you ever stop doing what I like you for and making me feel the way that, like, beautiful or wanted or wanted right women want to feel wanted and they want to feel needed once those things stop it's like what are we here for what are you providing me with what am i getting out of this yeah that makes sense though like that 
it's like the basis of a relationship. Like you meet people, you get into a relationship because you guys mesh, right? And if it stops meshing and you have a conversation about it, talk about it, try to make it work. If it don't work, that's it. But I don't think sex is the the leveling playing field. Like, okay, you're not doing this for me anymore. Maybe I should have sex with you and then it'll get better. Like, yes, that might be the mindset of people, but to, you said if what? Like if like I don't feel like sex is the like the the I don't know what the word I'm trying to use. Like sex isn't the thing that's gonna make everything better. Sex isn't the thing that's gonna be like, okay, he's not having a good day or okay, I want this, so I'm gonna have sex with my husband to get this. Okay. Like I don't I just don't agree with it. <laughs> Like, I just don't like it's a difference between like, yes, you need something from each other in a relationship. That's completely different from having sex in a relationship because you don't need to have sex in a relationship if you are compatible. So obviously people are going to have sex in a relationship. But like. I'm not the leverage is not sex. It shouldn't be sex. That's my thought. Um, But I mean, if we're thinking about the feminine energy, right, and, and our are that is part of our power and our allure is appealing sexy appealing desirable right like if you think about all all the ways that um women were written into uh not fairy tales but um myths like with the sirens and the odyssey like when you think about how we're written into great literature right like our allure is our our sexuality and we use it right like you put on a little pump, put on a little lip, and you go out and, you know, boom, you know that some man is going to come into your, and to want to come into your space. Some women use it as their power. Actually, one of the hotels, um, whose was it? Uh, Amanda's Hotels, her, she said sex is her superpower. Mm-hmm. as how she gets what she wants in this world whether what and, and i think that's for a lot of women whether we want to actually acknowledge it or not right like attraction is based in sex let's be honest right and whether you're actually having intercourse to get it or you're just appealing to a man's ego it is our womanly nature it is our female energy some women tap into it differently. And this woman, she was like, I want to get this Gucci purse. I'm going to do it. And I feel like we're in the age now where, like, the Megs, the city girls, like, the the, the uh, mulattoes, um, this is what they're rapping about. Yeah, it is. Which is, I don't know. I guess for me it just seemed like mm, kind of tacky. That's all. <laughs> Like, it's just, like, I understand the, like, because that's just never been me. So I'm putting myself personally in it because I'm, like, I just don't see how that correlates in a relationship. That, that's my main thing. Outside of a relationship, if there are people or women that be like, you know what, I need this from this dude, so I'm going to do this. And I've seen that, of course, yes. I was basing it on the relationship because she brought it to the relationship aspect of it. So I don't see that as a thing it's just we're both giving each other whatever we want like you know I'm giving you my energy you're giving me your energy obviously we're married so obviously we want to be together so there's sex involved obviously and there's also going to be 
other things involved to show our gratitude, to show our love. So like, that's not a tricking moment, like a trick. She is literally, that's it. I want your money. I'm gonna give you sex and I'm gonna bounce. That's not what a wife does. Some wives. That's not the basis of it. You know, like that's just not how it goes. I'm just last forever, girl. But, but it's still. Like, I would get what I want and I'm going to leave. If I effectively, if I effectively got this man under my under my spell and he's giving me everything I want, and what's the purpose of me leaving? I'm still, like, what? Like, but you're still leaving mentally. Like, you ain't you ain't with this dude because you like him. you with him because he's going to continue to give you things. That's what, like, sugar babies come from. This man is going to give me all the money I want, all the purses, all the bags, all the whatever I want if I sleep with him. So, yeah, I'm going to stay. But you're still tricking. Like, you didn't leave physically, but you ain't there mentally with this person. Like, you ain't there. You I just... don't know. If you, I, I don't know. You got to talk to some older married women. I'm telling you, like, 50 women who've been married for, like, 20, 25 years. Like, they know what to whip out their baggage to get what they want. I mean, to each his own, I guess. I guess for me, it just kind of just... I just was like, mm. and I also don't like that the term hoeing because it's just like, why are we always using the ter- term hoeing with women? Like people use the term hoeing with men, but it's not in a negative way. Like there will be men like, oh, you just slept with all these women. You're a hoe. But people just, it just rolls off the tongue and goes that way. But if a woman had sex with mad men, it's just like taboo. It's like, ooh. You're a hoe. Like, what qualifies someone to be a hoe? Like, if we have this, uh-huh. if if there's a thing, everyone agrees that we have the power of sex. We have the power to give sex. Like, you, unless you're a fucking crazy person and rapes me, you can't have it unless I give it to you, basically. So if we have that power and we have that that energy and we're able to do that, but on the flip side, if we have sex with whoever we want to have sex with and it's multiple people, now we're home. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? I mean, I'm like, but I feel like we passed that, though. Like, I honestly, and maybe I'm insensitive to nah. the word. I know I'm not a hoe, and if anybody was ever six days to call me a hoe, it still wouldn't bother me, because I know I'm not. But even if I was, I know what I'm doing, and I'm choosing to do what I do. And no, no matter what you call it or don't call it, it's what I told to do. So I don't care what you think, right? Like, so you can call me a hoe, but okay. Well, I'm not what talking about like wh- how you how we feel about it. I'm just saying, like, why is it that way? Like, it's a stereotype. Like, it's out there still. It's still there because I was somebody mentioned it the other day when I was um not the other day, but we were talking about someone um. I forgot what the topic was. It was like about PlayStations and how men are buying PlayStations. And the girl was like, "I when I think about the top ten dicks I had, they didn't play. They didn't play PlayStation." So the guy was like, "Oh, she just a hoe out here." And I'm just like, "Why she gotta be a hoe? Because she had sex with ten people. Like, I mean, obviously she had sex with more than ten people. But why is that a hoe? Like, because she decided to have sex with the people. Like, I don't get yeah, that." Yeah, but my merit. response would have been, "Hoe." That's what I said. I was like, "Okay, that don't make her a hoe." Even if it does, oh, like what? We're, I, I just, I feel like we're in the age where women are taking their sexuality back, and it don't matter. Like you can call me what you want. Yes, I am a hoe. I don't care. Like, but you know see, I mean? even that is like I'm not gonna call myself a hoe because why? That's what I'm saying. Like the word hoe. Like what makes you a hoe? Because if I'm a, I'm an adult. If I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I want to do. 
I can have sex with whoever I want to have sex with, how many people I have sex with. Why does that determine why why is that labeled a hoe? And I'm not gonna I'm not going to be butter what you say, oh, you a hoe, as in, well, I'm a hoe then. Like, no, I ain't going to say that because what is a hoe? Like, no. So I think it's similar to how, like, um, it's like taking taking their power out of it, right? Because they do that in order to kind of put something on you, like their own opinions on you, right? And it's, it's similar to how Black people put the inward back, like, and we say it amongst each other as a, a term of endearment, right? As long as you put the ERs in, right? It's the same thing. like you can't hurt me. Like, this is, like, you know, it's, and that was the intention of Black people introducing that language back into our own, you know, our own vernacular way back in the 50s and 60s uh, during the Black Power Movement. It was taking the power back from white people when they say it. Like, you can call me that, but I'm that's a permanent dinner to me and my homie. What up, nigga? Right? Mm-hmm. So it makes them upset to hear us call each other that. It, I, think, I think it's the same way, right? Like, even if they call us that, I don't care. You can't hurt me with saying that word. And I feel like allowing words to affect you like that, someone call you a hoe or, or I don't know, blood or all of the things, or even when, uh, what's her name? The bald head. Amber Rose is doing the slut walk, mm-hmm. right? Even that, like that's taking the power back. You can call me a slut. I'm a slut, okay? What's next? I'm doing what I want to do. And, and even in the same breath, right, like, you saying that you do what you want to do, so I'm an adult, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. They're an adult, they're this, they're that, they're this, they're that, and they can do what they want to do, too. It just matters how it affects you. And that's why I think this album is beautiful, because it's called Hotels. Like, what? Call me a hoe, and I'm going to tell you my story. Because <laughs> this is my approach. sexuality, this is my vagina, this is my body, and I choose to do it what I want to do with it. Period. No, I mean, I get it. I just... Didn't I just definitely didn't agree with the, what the lady was saying about the tricking part? Because that just kind of I remember thinking when I was younger, like I was like, is dating just trans? But I I remember having this conversation. I was like sixteen. I was just like, like this is very transactional. Like you take me on a date, I may or may not give you a little booty. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yes, like, you know. <laughs> I guess because uh-huh. my mind didn't think that way. That's why. So oh, yeah, no. Even if I chose to, right? But, like, you spend a little money, you get a little something. If you think about it, that is very basic, right? But I'm not doing it because you spent money. (laughs) Like, I'm I'm doing it because I want to have sex with you. It doesn't have to be that reason, right? But for some men, that's what it equates to in their brain. Mm, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. That's just weird. like, I ain't going to go on a first I mean, date with you and then because you spend a little bread on me and I'm about to have sex with you. Like, no, nah, that's not about to happen. Right, it happens sometimes. To be, yeah. That can happen sometimes. But I guess the mindset, like, I'm not going in there thinking I... And, and again, like, I'm not saying there are women that don't think this way because obviously Meg said it. City Girls have said it. All these women have said it in their songs. So, Birkin Bag shit. You know, all that shit. So, they saying it. Obviously, that's the truth of a lot of people, but I just feel like, and I just feel like it just puts a negative, like 
thought on it. That's just me. I don't know. It just, I, just listening to the interlude just rubbed me the wrong way because I was like, okay. And it rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, maybe the interludes were just to have this conversational piece and just like not have a conversation about it. But it also rubbed me, rubbed me the wrong way because it's like all the women in the back were like, well, yeah, you're right. Like, just like a cheer cheer on factor and not a conversation about it. Like, okay, what do you mean? Like, is it like how we're doing? We're diving into it and the things that could possibly be um, a transactional thing, like like you're saying. Yeah. So, I, I mean, but was... it was a clip, right? So no, we don't yeah, know, yeah. You know, if there was more conversation around it or if there were more women in the room that didn't agree with it, but... I mean, not saying that I believe these things and this or that I move this way, but I respect whomever, however they want to be, however they want to oh, present themselves. Yeah. So I'm playing devil's advocate, right? Because like personally, like I, like dating is not transactional for me, right? Because like you can do what you want to do for me, but it depends on if I feel like I want to do what I want to do for you or with you, right? That's my choice. That is the freedom of the feminist movement or just being a woman in this country that's having the options to do these things, right? And having these conversations also contribute to that. Like, right. I love that women are, are being just as vocal about how about men, how or how men have been talking about for years, yeah, this, you know, this, this mm-hmm. that, and the other. And women are just like, burden mm-hmm. me, period. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, right? it, is, like, it is an empowering, like, take back moment. Like, I do understand that completely. It. We've always had the power, and now we're having these conversations like, duh, like, duh, <laughs> bro, we got the power. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, the the egg doesn't taste the sperm. The sperm races to the egg. You feel me? It's a, it's a, it's a posture for me. Like, it's the posture. <laughs> it's never about getting the Birkin. It's about the posture around getting what you want, mm-hmm, period. Mm-hmm. If, if what you want is a house or a life partner or or a Birkin or a car or a Lamborghini or a Tesla, like having the posture around being able to demand those things that you want to provide your womanly, your womanly power, your sure. womanly essence. Make sure it ain't You want to be them. in this vibe? <laughs> this is what I need, period. Whether your needs are practical or not, don't matter. It's you. Move how you want this. So I, I like Donna's interview. I was cracking up. Yeah, I had a like, professor, um, I had a philosophy class uh, in college, <laughs> and I had a professor started, I'll never forget this name. I, like, so many, like, he taught so many gems when I was in that class, but one particularly, he asked me if I was dating or if I had a man or something like that. And I was like, no, he's like, good. He's like, look, when you do get one, if he's not paying a bill, at least one bill, don't do nothing with him. Don't give him nothing, because that's the bit. Like, wherever you stop making him work, that is what he's going to stop. Wait, working what? like if you're dating like, someone if he not paying the bill like that's weird this is what this man said. that's weird to me he but okay. he said it to me several times he was like a, like like not that we hung out outside of class but he had the posture as if he was an uncle to me right like he would talk to me like that like and um he would say like don't have sex with him until he's at least paying one bill because once you have sex with him that is that's where he gonna stop trying that's the effort he's going to start doing. So at least if he's paying the bill, at least he gets something out the deal. That is what he said. I never forget that. That's wild. I mean, I don't move like that. I but say, that's it was wild. Pretty, pretty funny. I mean, look, if you want to pay a bill, you pay a bill I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but like dating, like that's weird. Like pay a bill. Well, that's because when I think about dating, I'm thinking about like, we not even like in a relationship. Like, oh, yeah. but like I'm talking about relationships. But even in a relationship, like 
if you want to, fine, but I'm not going to ask you to pay a bill. And that's not going to stop I mean, me from having sex with you. <laughs> like, because you're not paying a bill. Yeah, same, but yeah. it's fun to think about. Oh, it is <laughs> it's, funny. It's like, a funny concept. Like, there are women out here who can do that. Because they I know. Think they we all can do that. A, <laughs> I think men do whatever you want them to do, but you just, you just got to make them do it. Like, you just got That's just it. No, that's facts. You know, I, literally, people, right? Like, you allow people to have access to you. You can tell them, like, you know, you want access to me? This is, this is it. This is how I'm moving. You with it or you not. No, next. I don't need you as a friend. I don't need you as an right. associate, mm-hmm. a coworker, a business partner. This is how I'm moving. Yeah. And if you're strong in what you feel and how you, and, and how you're presenting yourself, people will do what you want them to do. Yeah, that's in and all that aspects. Especially work in a sexual or in a non-platonic relationship. I don't know what to call them. <laughs> non-platonic, whatever. So. Yeah. But I also feel like on the flip side, too, like a lot of men aren't dumb and that's not always going to be the case either for a lot of men like a lot of men like all right like they know they worth too like I feel like we got to stop doing that as women and think that like men are just so dumb like and so stupid to like always like fall for these things yes there are people that do that men that fall for the things but not all men all men are going to sit around be like all right you're like pretty much using me and shit like they are people too (laughs) like I don't know I, it's a I lot agree, of double standards think- in like this world and some of them rub me the wrong way because I just feel like I just feel like the mindsets need to, need to change um, I don't think men are stupid I just think men want what they want and when they put their eyes on what they want they're going to do what they want they're going to do what they got to do to get what they want you can call it stupid I don't think it's stupid I think it's ambitious no not that mm-hmm. I'm just saying like do the like I guess in, I'm saying like if a woman is continuously doing that, like, well, I ain't gonna get, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna put out until this happens. I'm like, if that's a continuous thing, like the man might like the sex, but also he's like, well, damn, like, what are you offering me besides sex? Because uh, there are men that are like, all right, oh yeah, there is something else more than sex. Like, I'm not, if you're just gonna provide me with sex and you ain't my girl, like, you just a trick, then that's how I'm gonna treat you. So that so that's a mindset too, like the flip side of it. Like if you are if that's in your mentality as a woman, I'm gonna sleep with my husband because he gonna give me this, or my boyfriend because he's gonna give me this. Then in in the flip the flip side, he might internalize that like, hmm, what am, what am I here for really? You know what I'm saying? Like, am I here <laughs> to give you things because? Yes, men are very sexual, so we think that that's all they want, like the only thing they want. Might be the first thing. But it ain't the only thing. <laughs> um, so it's like, I I got feelings. And that's, a lot of men have said that to me. Like, I got feelings. Like, I have a heart. Like, yes, there's a stereotype about men and, you know, the things we want. So, but, you know, we got a little soft side, too. Which men do have soft sides. They just weren't allowed right. to bring it out. So that's another story. Um, yeah, that's true. But, um. Yeah, like this the whole album, the whole EP is great. I like I said that Donna's tell I'm not saying that she was wrong in her in her truth cuz obviously that's her truth. Um I just didn't like that she put it on everybody. <laughs> that's what my thing so it didn't, didn't resonate. But Ari's tell resonated with me a lot. Wow. Okay. Get into it. What did she say? So basically Ari was saying that the D was so good with this dude. But he was so toxic, but she just kept going back because it was so good. And you she was like, 
Yeah, I feel like we all have. <laughs> I haven't. Mm. I haven't. Okay. To this point in life, like I'm not saying I never won't be, I never will be, but I don't know. I feel know. like I well, I am older than you, so maybe you gotta wait to get there. <laughs> but there. <laughs> I mean, there are moments that like, so, so let me not say completely because of, not, not completely because of, you know, that, but it was something about the person, although I knew this was a toxic person and I should not be involved with this person. It was something that was drawing me, whether it was a sex or sex (laughs) or like something else was drawing me to this person. The bad, I was always like after the bad boys, like, I don't know why hood niggas, whatever. <laughs> like that, that was a thing for me at one point in my life. So that's another quote unquote digmatized thing, you know, like not necessarily cause it's good sex, but she was literally talking about like good sex. She was like, uh, she was lost in the trance <laughs> and she was willing to accept anything. And I guess it was an industry person. She was like, if I tell y'all who this person is, y'all gonna be like, wow, you knew the red flags before you went into this, sis. So obviously it was something that she knew about this person was like, mm, let me test the waters. And then you got stuck. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying um, that that resonated with me because I've been in situations like that where I got stuck in situations where I know I shouldn't have been, whether it was because of sex or because of the charisma, the finessing, you know, the manipulation. Cause <laughs> you know, so yeah. I like I liked her little tale. Well, I think those are two different conversations. Like we've all stayed in situations we probably got no had no business staying in, but I've never been demonized. Like you ain't never been that good. However, I'm open to it. But just not the toxic part. I'm open to it. Like I hope I find a fall madly in love and the sex is wild good and whatever you want, boo, I got you. Period. But as long as it's not that. toxic, though, that's that yeah, was the part that was like, damn, like it was yeah. a toxic thing. Like I was willing to accept whatever. I was like, damn, girl, I'm like what you had, like King Kong, like what the fuck? Ready to, ready to risk it all. <laughs> ready to risk it all. Nah, bro. I think I had. Yeah. I think mine was like a combination of like it was good, but then it was something else keeping me. Like if the other stuff wasn't keeping me, then that the sex wouldn't keep me. It was like a combination. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, I so, mean. Um, Precious's story was very interesting to me. Um, not, again, for the sake of conversation, but, well, actually, no. So, she she was the one who said that um, she ain't going to sit around for a rope dude, like, because she know that there's a guy out there who will cash out on her. She was like, she was like, money make her come. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Flat out, that's said. And, like, yes, there's, like, a lot, like, I honestly think that all these conversations are, like, a basic, um, like, a basic principle that we can apply to something else, right? For this one, it's, like, um, how much, like, success plays a factor in our attraction to men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I, I, I want a successful man. Right. I, I want I like me, but like, I want to be a successful person too. But in my right. relationship, I want that energy to be shared. So like, technically, I guess money make me come. Like what? <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like I get yeah, I get her analogy because it's yeah, like you don't want. And I'm not saying it's a derogatory or negative thing, but if you're at a certain level, you don't want your mate to be underneath that level. And that goes for men too. Like a man, like you're at a certain level, you right. don't want yeah. your 
woman, well, right. I don't know, some men might not care about that because they feel like they're a hero. Let me save this woman. Some women too. Some yeah, yeah. Do, yeah it's, it, I think it goes both ways, but yes, I, I definitely agree. Like, I would like a su- successful man. <laughs> Woo. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't, like, at this age, settle for someone that's, like, you know, I don't know, like, not really doing it. Like, you don't have to have this multi-million dollar, like, you don't have to have six figures. You don't have to have that. But you got to have a car, at least, depending on where you live. Because, um, you know, some places you don't really need a car. But, you know, it's basic things like that. A job. Um, You're working towards something. You have a goal. You have an ambition. Like, I don't need you just be sitting on, like, your cousin's couch because you ain't got an apartment yet. Like, sir. I don't care. No, I'm not you match my energy. Like, you don't have to have your own apartment. You could share an apartment with a friend, but you and I share an apartment if you're sleeping on the couch. That's not sharing. That's um, that's squatting. <laughs> so, yeah. I never like to get in the, into the specifics, right? Because, like, every situation is different. Like, Facts. I, like, it, like, not having a car. Like, people in New York don't need a car. Like, exactly. That's not really, not really a thing, but you just got to match my energy and be able to move how I move, right? You know what I mean? Like, that's for me. Um, But, for a woman who is a hustler and about her crap and like, and, and Pressy could be seen as a gold digger from, from the base of what she said, she was like money making time. Right. And then as you listen to her, she was like, you know, like I get what I need for myself, but I want a man to get me what I get me, what I want also. Right. I got, I got the bag, but I'm in here too. Sound like a gold digger, but to me, it's not like she asking for any of you to be mad. Hmm. When I listen to that, I mean, it's not negative. That's her, you know, like I said, all these women, that's their truth. And that's how they feel. It's nothing negative in that. Um, I guess I don't want to. So, so I guess my question is, are you looking for that person? Okay. If that person gives you that energy back without you asking, then that's cool. I feel like if you're asking for it, I feel like that's like a bit much like, okay, well, why are you not buying me this? Okay. Why are you not giving me this? Okay. Why? You know, like that is kind of like all right but if you have this this success and you don't want for anything but the person you're with just just gives you certain things just because you know what i'm saying then that's that i guess that's the energy she's talking about not like i'm literally asking you for something you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. oh yeah that does um i feel like you got eyes but there's a i'm not asking level. i feel like there's a certain level like a certain level that could be seen as manipulation, right? Like, can you get me this bag? And then, like, throwing an attitude because he didn't get you that bag. Right. That's out of pocket, right? Right. But, but at least, I honestly and truly feel like the people learn how to teach you based off how you treat you. So if you buy yourself a Birkin, he knows that the gifts that he gives you can't be no Willy Wonka chocolate. Right. No. That, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So match my energy. Exactly. And it's fine. You can't call it call it a gold digger if you want, but I don't think that's a gold digger. I think gold digger is a completely different thing. Like you literally are after this person for their money and that's it. Like that's a gold digger. Men or I don't women. even think there's anything wrong with that though. Like if you oh, like nah. if you know what you want. <laughs> nah, that's right? crazy. If you, if you know what you want and you know that there's a lifestyle that you crave. And you asking for it, there's no issue. However, if you go into, I think it's worse to go into a situation knowing that you want other things 
and settling and being like and mad that you don't got these things. No, right? don't settle. Don't settle at all. But also don't just be with someone because they have money. Like that's wild to me. Unless you on these sugar baby apps, because that's all the men want to do is give you money. And that's it. But I think your money, like how much money you make provides a lifestyle, right? So like, so you like this kind of lifestyle, but you got to have some kind of money to provide this lifestyle. Like, again, like I feel like there are just ways, like there are ways to say things where it triggers people, right? Like money make me come versus I want my man to be as successful as I am. I want him to be be able to provide a lifestyle for me like saying the same thing but we're saying it in different words so it's like it it sounds different when it hits the brain but it's the same thing i guess i'm just on a mindset of like you want a certain life then create that life for yourself like you shouldn't have to depend on someone else to do that for you or with you because you can do it on your own and if it comes with someone like you like i said in the beginning you're not gonna you're not gonna you you want to meet somebody on your level, but at the same time, provide that for yourself. Like it's like the happiness thing. Like be happy on your own. Don't look for someone that's gonna feel happiness for you. Because when that's gone, then what? You're on to the next person to fulfill happiness. You're on to the next person that's gonna give you the lifestyle you want. Then you're gonna be searching for this lifestyle continuously. I mean, if that's what you want to do, then fine. But it's just like, where's the basis of your morals? And this is for men and women. I'm not even putting it just on women because there are men that are gold diggers. There are men that seek out women that have money as well. So it's just a, a point of create that life for yourself. Like, we're all out here working, people out here hustling, people out here trying to make, um, build businesses. Like, if I'm working hard for it, like, why are you coming to me? Cause I have this. You're only coming to me cause I have this. And that's kind of crazy. Like build it for yourself. Like you can't be mad at me cause I can't provide for you the way you want to, but you can't even provide that for yourself. And if you could provide it I for yourself. I can't be mad, but I can go into the next person who can. But that's whack. <laughs> but that's my prerogative, right? Like, no, that's, that's cool. That's cool. But if you put it out there, I'm going to respond to it. <laughs> Robin? I said that's cool, but if you like, if this put out there for a conversation, I'm going to respond to it. Like, I think that's whack. As a person, like, you should value yourself way more than that. Like, period. To some people, that, to some people, that is valuing yourself, right? Like, this is what I'm worth. Like she said, I'm not going to sit up here and cry over no broke dude when I know that there's another guy out there who will cash out on me. That's that's not that's not language of a woman who is sad and does not love themselves, right? Because she know what she got, and she know she can get what she she know what she can get with what she got. No, I definitely feel that that's an insecure woman. That's that's exactly how that sounds to me. Like I'm only going after this man or this person because they can provide for me. But sis, can you provide for yourself? That's the question. Or sir, can you provide for yourself? <laughs> Though. She said she could in, in the intro, she also she also said like I can do what I can do for myself, but I want a man to do it for me. Yeah, that's I don't know. That's controversial. <laughs> because it's you know why man. I said that's controversial? Because on the flip side, if a man asks a woman to do certain things, quote unquote, in the woman's role, then we have a problem with it. Like, oh, can you cook and clean? And a lot of women's like, I ain't doing that. Like, no. So like you can't have it both ways. You can't have a you can't have you can't want a man to provide for you financially, but you can't provide for him what he wants 
if it's cooking, cleaning, taking care of the household, whatever, even that's like a old age theory. That's his, his theory. And you have your theory. So they got to match. It can't just be you wanting this from this dude. All right, cool. I can provide that. But in return, like I, this is something that I want too from, from my relationship and from my woman. Like, you know, when I come home from work, I would like a home cooked meal, like waiting or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, but out of a lot of women ain't going to do that quote unquote submissive behavior. See, but I think I, this is what I mean by like, it's like, it's transactional, right? Cause like, if he's going to supply all these needs then I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cook in my lingerie. It's me. Like, you know what I mean? But I, I don't feel like the same women who, the non submissive women are the women who want, you know, a man with a certain, like they're not the same woman to me. I, I haven't seen them co- coexist, right? Like the woman who wants their life provided for are usually the ones that are okay with doing the woman things. And I'm very old fashioned too. Like, honestly, I'm a, I'm a hundred percent. Like this is my thoughts, right? Like I've always said that I want the opportunity to be able to stay home and raise my kids full time. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to create a business, that I'm not going to be hustling and mean and mean, but I want to be able to do those things. So I also understand that that also comes with becoming a homemaker. However, I understand we are in 2021 and that's not always how life works. So if I am working and you are working, we are both homemakers and we are both working, right? It's transactional. Hmm. I guess. It's all a give and a take. It's all a balance. <clears throat> I guess. I don't and again, know. I it's just... not because I'm, I'm being a gold digger, right? Like, it's, that's not it. No, but the term of like, I want a man to provide a life for me, that's definitely like gold digger ish talk. Cause it's like, but why can't you do that? Do that for yourself? Like, it's a difference in saying that and, and saying like, I want to build with this person. Like, that's a thing. Like, y'all are doing this together. Like, you're building with this person. You're building a wealth with this person. You're building lifestyles with each other, as opposed of, well, if he can't give me the lifestyle I want, then on to the next person. That's so like fucked up to me. <laughs> it just really is. I think it's a part of dating and I I think everybody has their own criteria but I also think that's a part of dating like if this person can't provide for me if it's monetary or not if it's just emotional needs like if this person can't like you know help me emotionally or tend to my emotional needs then on to the next it's the same thing but everybody has their own criteria for what they're looking for I don't think it's different emotional and money are way different like if you're I think it's the same principle nah Cause literally you need like emotionally, like I cannot be with someone that's emotionally like not connected to me or I don't feel that same energy, energy and emotions are not like money aside from that. Like there's no money is not involved with my emotions to this person. Money is not involved with involved my energy with this person. This person can have all the money in the world and can provide everything for me. But if we don't click emotionally or if that emotion is gone, then I'm out deuces. They're not the same. Like, they're not on the same playing field at all. Like, it's not. There's no comparison to me. To you. Right. To you. But I'm just, I think it's the same principle just applies to different people's wants and needs. If my want, if my priority on the top of my list is the lifestyle that I want to live and you can't contribute to my lifestyle, on to the next. 
However, if you all, if my priority is my emotional needs and you can't provide for my emotional needs, on to the next. It's the same principle. But if see, you don't the got emotional... a car, but that's the number, number one thing that I need for my person, on to the next. It's See, the same principle. Those things take so to me, monetary things and tangible things don't match emotional and like mental things at all. Like that's just you know. <laughs> like I can't like put those together. Cause emotionally, that's something that's gonna grow. That's something that's gonna build me. That's something that's going to improve who I am. Like if I can get that emotional peace with this person. But your money is not gonna help me be my character like they ain't gonna help nothing it's gonna help me get this big ass house that's gonna help me get this and then and then it comes to the point with okay what if you never get someone that's gonna give you that that lifestyle what do you do then you should be creating that lifestyle for yourself because like you know what i'm saying like but the same thing with emotional needs you get what i'm saying like if i never meet somebody who can meet me where i want to be met emotionally then i'm I, i have to work on that for myself and i also have to be okay with it never being the thing that's true, but with the emotional with, with the emotional part though, it's like you shouldn't go into anything without being emotionally stable. So what I'm saying, like I'm not going into a relationship trying to get trying to get someone to feel that energy or feel something. I already have it. Let me match with you there because that's going to help both of us grow. That's going to help both of us. And if se- separating whatever that we separate, then that's fine. I'm still here. I'm still emotionally stable. I can still, you know, whatever. And if I don't find, I don't find it because I am content with myself. Like I'm happy with myself. Now, if you're content with yourself with money wise and, but you want somebody that can provide that lifestyle and it don't work and you can still maintain that. Cool. But if you can't provide that for yourself and then look for someone else to provide it, then like you're you're miss that's what I see as an insecure person. Like you you're not even valuing yourself. You're valuing value, valuing yourself in someone else's um ability to provide for you. Like Yeah, yeah, but that's but that's with the assumption that she can't, but she said she could. Like you get what I'm saying? She said that I can do what I want to do for myself. Like I'm good. Mm-hmm. But I want a man to do it. Like you know what I mean? Like Everybody who wants somebody of a certain stature financially isn't always broke. I guess it that goes for money. I guess that goes to the the lower level of like when it comes to people dating and relationships and men women always say like oh the man has to pay like the man has to pay all the time. I'm like, but damn, like we all work to make money. Like men don't work to <laughs> buy you lunch every day or take you to dinner every weekend. Like men don't work for that. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I work like, okay, you're my man. I can, I can give you stuff too. I can pay for this dinner. That's what I'm saying. Like some oh, women think, but some women think, no, men got to do everything financially. And I'm like, that's wild. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's wild to me. But again, maybe I'm just another alien on a planet that, you know. <laughs> I don't think it's wild. Like, I, again, like I, I, I pay for dinner. Like, that's cool. I take men on dates. Like, right. That's, that's what I'm that's saying. Cool right. But I also respect the woman that's just like, nope, that's how I want to move. He need to pay rent, utilities, all it, and my money is for me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I respect that, too, because there's space for all of it. Like, I can see how all of it could work. Mm. And I don't think, I don't, I, I don't think there's, like, a scale, right? Like, I don't think because you have your financial, your financial uh, standards, um, are higher than what you need emotionally and not saying that these people aren't emotionally connected because you can very well be in love with somebody and they also have 
the financial lifestyle that you want, buying Birkins and me, 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 like those things can coexist. I really and truly believe that you can change the life that you want and it's fine. But if you a gold digger from the world standard, but you happy, who cares? <laughs> who cares? I don't. I mean, I'm just for conversational pieces. Like, yeah, I really don't oh, care yeah, what nobody course. does with their life. Like it is what it is. It ain't my life. It's yours. <laughs> But I respect them women too because I don't got see good. respect is different. <laughs> you could do whatever you want. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know you to respect you that much. So <laughs> <laughs> look, I don't got the best to put all my all of my hope and like every, like leaning on a man right. or any person in life, right? Like I'm always like I gotta be working this, right? That. Like you know what I mean? Because like, shit can change. In the blink of an eye. But these men do, or anybody breaking me, period. That's what I mean. That's what I said. That's it. And that's all. I'll be like, dang, that's fire. Not my body, but. Yeah. I think it's like, I think the good flex is like, I can provide it for myself, but it would be like, I would like my man to be able to do it for me too. Like, that's that's a a flex right there. Like, But you said, she said in the beginning, I could do whatever I want. But the whole like, but I want the man to do it for me only, and I want to keep my money. That's that's kind of selfish. <laughs> selfish. That's very selfish. So oh, I'm just no. like, okay, where's the? There's no transaction here. There's no transitional. <laughs> nothing going on here. Well, there is a transaction. He's he probably cooking and cleaning and, and or not. And like, not. He could be. I feel like a, I mean, I don't know. I'm not gonna assume, but I just feel like a woman that wants the man to do everything ain't cooking and cleaning. She's like, fuck that shit. Don't know. <laughs> She might be. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You want me? Never mind. I'm not gonna say that. Anyway, um, what you gonna say? You can't be like, nah. <laughs> uh, Antoinette's tale was also interesting. Um, she's she said that uh, the man's ego can't handle women who take the same posture as them. Oh yeah. Um, and she said that it's equally our fault because when they ask who pussy this is, we respond with their name. <laughs> I can't relate. However, I like again. Like you I said, you can't, cannot relate. Absolutely not. Absolutely you never not. said that. No, bro. oh, bro. I feel like nah, every woman has said that. Like, uh, How you say uh? <laughs> 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 That's like, so uh, or uh, 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 uh. uh. Um, I'm done. Like, I don't know. <laughs> what? 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 Whoa. What are we talking about here? That is hilarious. However, though, I all like again, like I said, how like all of these women, like there's there's a it sounds like one thing, but it can be applied to like a scene, right? And I feel like um this scene is a a male's ego versus a woman's agency, right? Like her ownership of her own body. How you feeling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's why a lot of men um, now are like because you hear a lot of men bitching and moaning about these songs that women have going on. And I'm like, stop bitching and moaning. Bitching and moaning. Bitching and moaning. Because y'all had these songs for a long time. And we just sat there and listened and listened to how y'all thought about us and fuck these bitches and hoes and shit. Like, all these rap songs y'all got and fucking downplaying women. And the crazy part about it is that we don't even down... Well, I haven't listened to all of them. But a lot of them is not even downplaying men. It's just embracing our sexuality and saying 
I like sex because that wasn't a thing. Like a woman said, yeah, I like sex. It's like, whoa, you can't say that in public. <laughs> and now they're just, you know, bringing it out to the forefront. And men are like, um, what? You should be singing about Women this. Women are toxic. Women, right? That's this, the is ter- this is terrible. Like you should be a mom. Like the whole thing about um, this, this whole thing pissed me off about uh, Cardi B and she, I guess she had culture and her the WAP came on and she turned it off because she didn't want her to hear it. And people were like, oh, you could make WAP for other kids, um, but you don't want your daughter to listen to. First of all, the little girl is three. No, she's not going to listen to WAP. And you as a parent should censor your kids on what they're listening to. My Absolutely. songs have nothing to do with your kids or teenagers. My song is my song. I make music for me and women like me. And that is it. Like, there are movies out there that's not for kids. There's a lot of songs out there that's not for kids. So you <laughs> parent the way you need to parent. So, no, my daughter's going to, I'm going to turn it off while she's in here. Cardi B can't tell you what to play in her house, in your exactly. house. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they, um, they definitely can't handle that. I definitely agree with that. But I also definitely agree that. In that moment, we give them that we give them that power. That little it's a little bit, it's a little bit of power. <laughs> it's a little bit of power, like because in the, in the moment you're just like, all right, I'm just gonna say your name because <laughs> now it, you might think this, it might be real, but for the most part, it's probably not. <laughs> it might be real. Yeah, but no, I, um... yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, I've definitely nope, been there. Um... I mean, and I've been but, there and not meant it. I just, it's just a moment. It's just a moment. <laughs> Make you feel good. Rub your ego. And that's a problem. Catering to your ego. That's a problem. So. The male ego uh-huh. versus female agency. Uh-huh. This is my body. This is my choice. I don't care what you got to say about it. I don't care about your input. Whether my uncle, my daddy, my cousin, my brother. Right. My man. Or not my man. My trick. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. I choose what I want to do. Can you imagine somebody ask that question? Like, who is it to? You'd be like, mine? <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, what? Mine, nigga. Like, mine, finish. <laughs> finish. That's it, that's all. That's all. Like, <laughs> nah, just don't ask me that. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm never going to respond. Honestly, never. the only people that ask me that is relationship like there's never been someone like it was like casual like that asked me that question like never relationship don't ask me in a relationship either in a relationship i didn't care because i'm I'm with you so huh maybe there's a ring on my finger oh my god maybe because technically it is yours now (laughs) where is it maybe stop it (laughs) no but there's i think it's even like um like the conversation about having open relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Men be down until you until you say, "Well, it's open for me too." Yeah, confused, like, "Oh, nah, I don't want to do it then." Right? Right, like, right. I can do what I want, but you can't do what you want. No, it don't work that way. Say that. Say that. You can't. Yeah, you can't want an open relationship and say that. That happened to um. Oh my God, Shamari. She's married to um. Ron, she's married to Ron from um. Oh my God, what is she married to from New Edition? Um, she's married to Ron from New Edition, and that was the thing. They had an open relationship. They had an open marriage, and she was not allowed to date anyone, but he could. 
Can you hear me, Nima? <laughs> we lost Nima. Let me call her because we are not next to each other. So I'm calling her. And you guys can hear the phone ringing. I don't know if she's going to answer. <laughs> I don't think she's going to answer. Hello? Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Um, I was just basically saying that Shamar, I forgot, Shamari something, um, married to Ron, I think, from the audition. That was their agreement. Like, they had um, an open relationship, but he couldn't sleep with a woman and bring her back to their relationship or their bed, but she couldn't bring a guy. She couldn't sleep with a guy. The open relationship, quote-unquote, was only with them and whoever he chose, which is wild. Whatever works for you, but... um we doing it open it's open yeah if it's if it's open it's open like you can't have if you're gonna have an open relationship or a polyamorous relationship there can't be any like rules i feel like (laughs) like they can't you're already stepping outside of the norm so if we're gonna step outside the norm then we can't be having like limitations (laughs) on something like that makes no sense like that's wild um yeah um Oh, we an hour and a half into this bitch. Oh shit! You got anything else you want? Huh? No, no, I don't have anything else to share. I love all you women. Um, Antoinette, Ari, Donna, Rashida, Precious, Amanda. All y'all, all y'all, all y'all. Go listen to the EP album, whatever. Um, it's really, it's an, it's empowering. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, um, there may be things that you agree or disagree with, but the whole album is empowering and it's like taking back our our power and like saying fuck y'all niggas it's my body i can do what i want to do and that's what i'm saying like you can do whatever you want to do i can disagree with what you're doing but you can do whatever you want to do it's your body it's you i can't i'm not i'm not here to judge you i can and it sounds judgmental but i'm really not judging it's just me putting my my thoughts on it you know that's about it though yeah Yep. So that's, that's our Say that again. That's the NFO. And that's on what? Mario Little Man. Period poo. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Because Life Podcast. Follow us on Because Life Podcast on Instagram. And we out. Peace. Bye.